This podcast is for professional voice teachers to answer the question, how do I grow my teaching business and even break out of that one-on-one lesson model so that I can reach and teach who I want whenever I want. I'm your host, Allie Tyler, voice teacher of over a decade and marketing and business coach for fellow voice teachers. Welcome to the Voicepreneur Podcast. Hello, lovely voice teacher. Welcome back to another episode of the Voicepreneur Podcast. I'm excited to be doing this type of episode with you today. It is a little different than what we usually do, but I felt like this would be a fun one. I get a lot of really awesome, random, all over the place questions when it comes to running a business, specifically as a voice teacher. And honestly, it's really hard for me to answer it all. And I feel like rather than making a specific podcast episode for each question, which I do often do, (laughs) a lot of these episodes are very much inspired by your questions. But I mean, you know, that definitely takes some time, right? It's like one question at a time we're going through. So this is a rapid fire Q&A. I'm going to be answering some questions at a rapid fire pace. And uh, yeah, let's see how fast I can go. Let's see how fast and understandable I can go. Understandable I can go. Wow, I'm already off to a great start, aren't I? (laughs) All right, here we go. Here's the first question. And we've got five today that we're going to do rapid fire. Question number one. You posted, and she's talking to me when she's saying this, you, Allie, posted recently about how you are working four hours a month. How, 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 (laughs) how, 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 with lots of question marks and exclamation points. I must learn how to do this. Okay, so... This is obviously like totally worth its own podcast episode, how I actually do technically only work four hours a month to get my recurring income that feels stable and healthy and, you know, makes life really easy, right? And then anything else additional on top of that four hours a month is additional. It's like, you know, things that I'm doing to grow my business beyond that. So the way that I do that quite plain and simply is through a membership. That's it. I do it through the Voicepreneur program. The Voicepreneur program, which you've probably heard me talk about, is a membership program that is for voice teachers. It's a community and you pay every month to be a part of it and to get access to the content. The content itself is 16 lessons with bonus trainings every month. And so every month that you are a member, you get a bonus training from me. And that is part of my four hours a month that I am working on top of a few other things. But since it is a quote unquote self-paced program where the content is pre-recorded and you can access it at any time and go through it at any point, right? Since it's that, the thing that I am doing is keeping it sustainable through coaching calls and Q&As. So that is also part of the four hours a month that I'm working, and that is how I've set up my membership model. This is really awesome since now the program is quasi-completed, right? Like the core content is done. All I really need to be doing is focusing on my marketing and then of course, keeping my members happy and taking good care of them. So that is how I work four hours a month. Okay, moving on to question number two. She asks, how do I get started with email marketing? I don't want to come across salesy and send a ton of emails, but I also know that it is super important. How do I do this if I'm just getting started and without being annoying about it? 
Okay, I totally understand this sentiment. So here is my rapid fire answer to this. And don't worry, we are going to be talking about this way more in future episodes. Number one, you definitely want to get started with something like MailChimp or ConvertKit. Those are my favorite email marketing platforms. I will be sure to link them inside of the show notes. MailChimp is free. ConvertKit is pricey. I think it's like 29 bucks a month, but totally worth it if you want to sell multiple offers. If you are only selling one thing right now, then I would just focus on MailChimp. So MailChimp is a great place to get started. And then as far as coming across as not too salesy and, you know, like being consistent about it, but not being annoying about it. (laughs) So I totally hear this. And this honestly just takes practice. The best advice that I could give you is to just practice, like literally pick the amount of times that you want to be setting per month, maybe it's once, maybe it's twice, maybe it's weekly, but if you're just getting started, then you probably don't want to necessarily send out a weekly email, but get your frequency going, commit to it and practice sending emails, send valuable content in all types of ways, just like you are planning for social media. It's very, very similar for emails. So these are going to be things that could be entertaining, educational. They could have a story to it. They could be empathizing with your following in some way. All the types of ideas that you have for posting any of your content is the same thing for email marketing. So it's actually not as scary as it sounds. You just got to commit to your plan and make it happen. Now, in terms of how do you do it without being annoying? Well, here's the thing. You're always going to annoy people. So just know that and that is okay. And you're probably not going to annoy people if you are giving them value, if you're intriguing them and telling them a story in a way that is captivating and helps solve their problems and makes them feel good and makes them interested in what it is that you have to offer. And not just in a salesy way. I'm like talking what you have to offer as a person, as a teacher, like all of it, right? Email allows you to build connections. So as long as you are focusing on building connections, that really helps with this authenticity and this confidence that you will gain with practicing writing emails. All right. Question number three is when is a good time to raise my rates? Okay. (laughs) Good question. And also kind of an interesting question because I'm going to tell you something that I think is a little bit different than what most people might say about this question. So I have two answers for you. Number one, really good times to raise your rates are in January and September. And that is just statistically speaking, January and September for our type of business are really, really good times to kind of like reset. You're often getting a lot more students at that time. It's often a time that people are looking at the different services and comparing different prices and all that type of stuff. I don't know. Those are just good months, right? And if you are in a season right now where you're like, dang, that is nowhere near where I'm at and I kind of really want to raise my rates, then do it. (laughs) It's okay. You don't have to wait for anyone to give you permission. It really comes down to how much time you give your students notice. And I recommend at least two weeks. I mean, that's like bare minimum, but I really do think 30 days and plus is good. When I raise my rates, I usually do it, you know, like I kind of give them I think I've given them two to three months notice, depending on the situation that it was. So you can kind of vary that however you want. It's totally an intuitive decision. That's really what you want to be thinking about when you are raising your rates is how do you acclimate your students to that raise? And again, we can talk 
like a whole podcast episode on ways that you can do this where you're using language that feels fitting and good. And you're also, you know, taking care of the people that have been with you for a really long time. There's all kinds of ways that we can do that whole raising your rate thing. But I will say this, if you haven't done it in, let's say a couple of years, definitely can consider doing that. And just be sure that you are giving your students plenty of notice. Okay, question number four is, how should I go about using Facebook ads? Okay, Facebook ads. Here's my very, very rapid answer to this question is, you don't for a long time. <laughs> like You really don't need to worry about it for a while. I actually have a business coach who gave me a really good parameter around this where she said, unless you have built your business to reach that $10,000 a month mark, you don't really need to use Facebook ads to build your business. In fact, it's probably going to cost you. Now, I have lost lots of money using Facebook ads. In fact, you can go and listen to an entire podcast episode where I talk about how I lost $2,000 when I was launching my first online singing course. And that was from <laughs> spending $2,000 on Facebook ads and not making a single dollar back. So the other thing I will say about this is if you are going to do it and you're not making that $10,000 a month, that is fine. But Get someone to help you who knows what they are doing. Don't do it by yourself. And if you do get someone to help you who knows what they are doing that you are hiring, like literally pay them. Don't get a friend, like hire somebody. I mean, unless they're like a really good friend. You, you can do whatever you want, but whatever it is, just make sure that it's, you know, a, a real solid relationship. They're really helping you out with this because it's a big thing. You're paying money. You're paying for ads. You want to make sure that you're doing it right. And you want to make sure that you are really clear about what all of those parameters are, who it is that you are targeting, what it is that you are helping them with. Like, Ultimately, my biggest advice when it comes to Facebook ads is unless you feel super confident with all of those things, unless you feel like you can put your sales page in front of thousands and thousands of people you have never met before and confidently be like, yeah, I know exactly who I'm attracting. I know what it is that I help them with. I know how I help them. And my marketing language reflects this in a really captivating and compelling way that does convert. I have the data to prove it. <laughs> then, okay, you can definitely do Facebook ads and get somebody to help you look for somebody to hire that specializes in Facebook ads. All right, last question for our rapid fire Q&A. Look at me. I feel like I'm doing it kind of rapid fiery, right? I feel like I'm pretty rapid. <laughs> I'm doing my very best because these are really big topics. And this one is definitely a really big topic. So here it is. Here's the question. It is, what do you think is the best offer to focus on when just starting out? And what he means specifically when saying just starting out is just starting out scaling your teaching business. So this person asked this question because he already has a capped out studio and he is starting out in the online business realm and wants to figure out what type of offer to create. So this is a great question. This is a really great question. And I have so much to say on this topic, but I know I got to keep a rapid fire here. So here we go. Rapid fire answer is the best thing that you can do is a product. And I actually recommend something super simple like an ebook or 
warm-up tracks, something that is downloadable and digital and something that you can easily test out on your own private students. Now, this, of course, has a million caveats, right? Because, well, the biggest caveat, like truly the biggest caveat is that if you are going to put all of this time and energy and effort into, let's say, creating warm-up tracks and you want to sell them on your website and you want to have like a little shop and they live there and people go there and they purchase and you're just making money in your sleep. I mean, yes, that happens. That is like the whole point. So long as you have a really solid marketing strategy that is continually leading people to that offer. Otherwise, products are kind of tricky. Like they actually require a lot of eyeballs. So really great if you have a big following. If you do have a big following, you definitely need to be creating a product of some sort because that's just easy. So easy. You already got the eyeballs. But if you don't have a big following and you are having to do a little bit more of that, you know, like posting about it all the time, promoting about it, talking about it, sharing about it, which I mean, that's what we got to do, right? That's what we got to do. I don't have a big following. I got to talk about and share about and post about the voicepreneur program all the live long day. That's what you do. Just know that if you are doing that for a product, it's a little bit harder to sell. I don't know why it just sometimes is. I don't like I said, I don't know why it just, that's just kind of how it goes. So it doesn't mean that it's not going to be successful and that you can't sell it. And it definitely doesn't mean that it's not what you shouldn't be focusing on. The reason why you should focus on it when you're just starting out is because you are just starting out. You need the experience. You need to get your hands dirty. You need to make something. You need to like create and record and do the thing. And then you got to sell the thing. And even if you don't sell very many of them, or even if you sell a lot in the beginning, and then it's really hard to maintain it, which is often the case with a product like that, just like hard to make continual sales on, that's okay. Because it's such a great learning experience. Oh my gosh, you just learn so much. You learn like more than you would ever learn than just sitting around planning and overanalyzing and thinking about the offer that you want to create. So that is my rapid fire answer to your rapid fire question. Although the, I don't know if they were rapid fire questions. <laughs> Maybe they kind of were, but hopefully this was helpful for you. And if you have any other quote unquote rapid fire questions that you want to submit, you can always DM me over on Instagram at The Voicepreneur. You can hit me up on all the channels at The Voicepreneur. That's email, that's website, that's Instagram. And I am always here to support you. I love helping you think outside the box and build a teaching business beyond your wildest dreams because, oh my God, you can. It's amazing. The online business world is just, it is life-changing, my friend. It really is. Trust me. I know. <laughs> I really do. So any way that I can help you transition and understand this online marketing and business world any better, please let me know. That is what I am here for. And as always, you can check out all of the offers and really the main offer, the Voicepreneur program with the links inside of the show notes. All right, my love. I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your week. Just know that you are crushing it and you are supported every step of the way. I look forward to catching you in the next episode.